Hi. We're doing a day of today. Yep. Because life is funny that way. Life gets in the way. We're what busy bitches. Yeah. We should open a Patreon so we can have people just give us money so we don't have to I love that. Um, live. Yeah, I like that. By the crazy standards of life. To be fair, I did go see a double feature yeah. at the Bev of like... Um, What'd you see? Uh, gay porn crime movies. Oh. Gay crime movies. So I like that. Very pride. One was called Heart and Knife. Okay. Heart plus knife. But the actual French translation was Heart oh, and Knife. Oh, it was French. Yes, it was a French porn film. French. Of the gay porn in like 1979. Okay. And there was a serial killer. Ooh. So it's like a mystery of who's killing off these who's people. Who's killing off all these gays? Yeah. Was it at all a fellow gay? It was a fellow gay. Okay. Yeah. But so it, but it the wasn't story like a was very thing. The story is very deep. I mean, I liked it, but for me, I was just like, there's one part where a dude has like a bird hand. What? <laughs> He's got a talon hand. Oh. And okay. someone's like, it was very French. They're like, it is a genetic disorder. Oh. It will one day take over his whole life. He will become a he whole become a bird. one, big, and one was, big bird or one big claw or yeah, and yeah. I'm like you know he's you, a claw. He's a claw. <laughs> you know when you look around for people to be like, does anyone else think this is weird? Yeah, and everyone's no. like, this is so touching. That's so deep. Yeah, he's a bird hand. <laughs> and then the other put a one, bird hand on it. Oh, I'm sorry. The other one was the classic <laughs> Al Pacino film, Cruising. Uh. Um, oh yes. yes you love Al Pacino which okay and so, you love this movie right you've seen this before I've right I've seen this before okay. and I've talked about it before That's about my thought. favorite scene in the movie yes. is him fucking his girlfriend putting his hand up he's wearing the leather bracelet she looks mm-hmm. at it and goes oh no I think they <laughs> cut it out of this movie no way because I was like I did not imagine this uh, are you sure I am positive. or is this like a Shazam thing no I'm where... positive I did not imagine this scene you sure there was one that was a little like it in the middle, but it wasn't yeah. it. I feel and like I, this is a Mandela effect thing, and I, you imagined it no, was a gay I bracelet. Didn't. <laughs> I didn't imagine the the, scene. the gay bracelet. But so that, and then I watched that movie the second time, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm just as confused as I was the first time. Mm. It's like it's because he's not supposed to be the killer, but then you're like, is he the killer? And mm. you're just, it's very. You don't know what's really going on in the movie. It's a bad movie. It's a bad movie. <laughs> well, also, apparently there were tons of protests. Oh. Because it, it focuses on the very extreme, like, leather fetish uh, of gay. Okay. Like, he goes to one of the... But it, it's also a really great time capsule of, like, gay culture, mm-hmm. of that specific gay culture mm-hmm. in the 80s. Yeah. And, um, like, there's a fisting scene in it. What? Where Al Pacino's at this crazy leather bar. Does he get fisted? No, but there's a dude getting fisted. And wow. The look on, the look on Al Pacino's face, because he looks over, and there's, like, a guy in the sling. Okay? Mm. We've all seen gay leather fisting porn, um, right? Uh, I don't know specifically all of those details together, but close enough. Okay. Well, there is a, I a find, guy I find fisting horrifying. Sorry. Okay. Not for me. Someone else's game. Yeah, someone can get just double yeah. do it. Just, just like the image of like an open, just okay. Okay, all right. A very open butthole. <laughs> Too much. Too much for cats. So, so he's at the bar right with all these leather daddies, and then he looks over and he sees the harness and he's like, "What's going on there?" And then oh. it cuts to the guy Chris going his hand. Wow. And then and then it cuts to. Is it actual and, Crisco, though? I mean, probably. <laughs> that would be really funny. That's what they use. Yeah, just it's like, very lubricant. Well, it is It is an animal fat. 
No, it's probably the vegetable. Oh, wait, yeah, vegetable. Oh, yeah, it is. It's not lard as an Yeah, it's vegetable. It's vegetables. It's good for you. Yeah, it's good for you. It's not a vitamin. (laughs) So then it cuts to, like, Al being like, what? And then it cuts to you see the guy, like, you're behind the guy getting fisted, and you Mm. see him kind of push. Mm -hmm. And then the guy being like, ah. And then Al Pacino being like, oh. What? Hmm. Like Al Pacino's just like I can't, and it's yeah. like affecting his work as a police officer. Of course, because because he's probably gay. Yeah, yeah. I, wow. Yeah, that's a lot. And the movie makes no sense. Yeah, but as a police officer, but he's undercover, right? He's undercover, so he's not gonna like bust up the operation, which is a no. Pun. But you know, like I mean, there is this one <laughs> scene where. They go to catch the guy, and he has Al Pacino tied up naked. Mm-hmm. Oh, chef's kisses to that. Huh? Oh, I was like, <laughs> this movie's, and it's the '80s, so they all have mustaches, which oh, is like my kryptonite. Yeah, so it's just it's just Jenny porn. It's just Jenny porn. Is is leather <laughs> dude, buff dudes dancing. Honestly, the only thing that can make it better is if right in the middle of it, they all are like, "Do you guys want to go do like a Civil War reenactment?" <laughs> You know me too well. <laughs> You're like, wait a second, what a twist. <laughs> Do you ever think about like how great Do we it bring would be? our bayonets, boys? Yes. <laughs> I have a business idea for you. What? I know you're all about manifesting money. Yes. Here's a new business it's idea. It's not working, by the way. It's not? God damn it. I mean, yeah. it kind of is. I guess it's not working for in me li- either. In little, in little increments. <laughs> but maybe us saying out loud, it's not working. Yeah. It's we, not ha- working. we can't acknowledge the trash fires. Yeah. Um, no, I here's my business idea. You get really rich people to invest in movies that are where basically like they get to. It's like their porn. Like if you had millions and millions of dollars, wouldn't you want to spend it on seeing Al Pacino do a gay leather daddy mustache movie where in the middle of the movie he then go he does a Civil War reenactment? I mean, yeah. Or it's like Leather Daddies. It's like it's not even in the middle. It's like the whole plot of the movie. So basically, like the business's job is to create that movie for you. <laughs> that exists. I told you about my friend who does that. No. Yeah, what? my friend Mart in the UK who film people will be like, I want this porn filmed. Oh yeah. And then he does it. Oh, that's right. I'm not even talking about this being porn though. I'm saying like a feature length movie. Oh, okay. Then yeah. I mean All there right. could I be could porn in it too if they want that. I want there to be porn in it. I just, I just but want to what stare if they're like Pacino? actually what I want this movie to be is like my personal thing that I would like to see is a movie about how humans and dinosaurs walked on the earth at the same time. And then they and that fuck. the earth is only like two thousand years old and yeah. Yeah, and there's no fucking. It's like a Christian movie. Oh. <laughs> would you make that movie? I mean, how much money are you paying me? Right, millions and millions. Yeah, of course I would. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the I'm not thing. Gonna, I'm not going to let my belief in uh, so in uh, evolution get get rid of $12 million. Yeah. I'll say whatever you want. So this is a new gaudy positive service. <laughs> I'm going to put this out here, manifesting it. For millions of dollars, we'll do whatever you want. We'll make whatever movie you want. You can't distribute it. No. You cannot use it as propaganda. It is your personal movie. There are rules. Yeah. You can watch it in your home theater. You can invite your friends. I mean, anything, though? Maybe not. Okay, well, we, I don't we, know. We do need guidelines. Yeah, there's got to be guidelines, right? Godlines? Godlines. It has to be gaudy positive. We're just making your own yes. gaudy positive movie for you. You're okay. right. We can reject things. We can yeah. reject things. Yeah. I like. I don't want to make, like, I really don't want to make, like, a... Uh, Nazi porn movie. You do. 
it's working through it for you. <laughs> Actually, I will leave. I won't make it. I just, you will. I hope you enjoyed my silence. I know. You were like, actually, I would do that. I feel like it could be cathartic for you. Actually. It would be very cathartic. But if it was a movie where like everybody kills the Nazis. I mean, yeah, no, they would have to die at the end. Okay. Okay, cool. So yeah. that's a that's a stipulation you could put in there is you're like, I want that. Yeah, yeah. it would be like Inglorious Bastards, but yeah. I'd fuck someone in it. Oh, and you star in these movies. I would, st- I would yeah. specifically yeah. Yeah. for my movies. I'm not going to star in other people's movies. Well, I was just thinking about like that business that does that, like Rebecca Black. The business oh, that Rebecca yeah. Black's family, like it's that whole thing, except it's a movie. Would we allow people to star are in the movie still if they want? they doing that? I bet they are. I don't know. I bet they was are. Was the backlash so... I, they got so much business from that. Are you kidding? That's true. There were so, they were like, on the one hand, yeah, there was backlash. And on the other hand, other kids were like, I want to do that. And yeah. Rebecca Black came out on top. Everybody like, like her, even though people think that, that that song is embarrassing, like she's cool now. Yeah. She gets invited to cool parties. She does? Yeah. Ugh. All right. Well, yeah. how was your trash fire? My trash fire is fully and fully engulfed in flames. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that's my life. Are we warming ourselves by it? Uh, no, look, at the end of the day, a trash fire does give off warmth. Fires do dry tears very quickly. Yes. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah. your your tears are being dried by your yeah. own fire. Yeah. I'm I'm crying and also drying my tears at the same time. Look, here's the thing is like on the one hand, sometimes I don't think I give myself credit. I'm sure you don't either for like mm-hmm. my own resiliency to like cry it out and then pick it up and keep moving forward yeah. and just being like, well, what's the next thing? And yeah. so I think that's where I'm at. But I'm not at a place right now where I can relieve really and like talk about what those details are. On it's fine. The you, podcast. Can, you can just know that you're where we're all the Godzillas are like you're going through a trash fire. <sighs> Thing and it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. The universe is like trying to knock on my door. Duel, do you want to talk about a trash fire that's that was on Instagram this week? Oh. About the Nike model? Oh, the Nike I definitely. Mannequin. Yeah. Well, the trash fire isn't even like Instagram and it's definitely not Nike. It's someone named Tanya Gold who wrote an article for The Telegraph. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That title. Where's yeah. our phones? Oh. You need to find out the, t- yeah, <laughs> the title. Yeah. The title was So just to keep Godzilla's up to date, if you don't know what's happening, because you've clearly been under a rock it's or. the first thing that came up in my feed. <laughs> Everybody's talking about it. Um, is that Nike introduced a plus size mannequin that looks like she's stretching, going for a run, I think. Yeah. I think she's, I, you know, I think she's going for a, a, a hike. I feel like she could be running. Like a run it hike. It doesn't really matter what she's doing, does she's it? She's doing a run hike. Yeah. So here's the thing is that the, so Nike put out these mannequins. Yeah. That the image of them being in a store actually went viral and, I, I got to say, like, for all of this, like, I wish Nike was a more ethical company because I would totally go and support this right now. Yeah. But what's funny is, like, they got so much. They're getting so much natural press now because so many people are pissed about this article. Like, from a marketing perspective, you couldn't pay for this kind of like, oh, virality. Yeah. Also, well, also, can I just point out that Target's had plus size models? Yeah, no shit. For a long time. Yeah. And it, like even not even just like the like regular plus size, like mm-hmm. a size eight or whatever. They've but had... like legit plus size, like yeah, probably and they're 16 mannequins. and up. Yeah. yeah. So Target, I mean, come on, you're doing okay, Nike, but Target. Right. And that's the thing is like other people have been doing this, but what's interesting about it, I think is specifically it says something when an like a fitness brand 
yeah. does it. And so that's what got this writer's hackles up. So the article that was published in The Telegraph is the, te- the headline was, Obese mannequins are selling women a dangerous lie. Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> well, it's the, the lie that we exist. Well, so, uh, yes. Mannequins are showing women everywhere I that just, they exist. Yeah. Don't accept your body. I think it's really what she's <laughs> saying is like how like body acceptance yeah. for people who are fat is a dangerous thing is really what she's saying. Yeah. And that like you can be happy. The idea that you could be happy and healthy at a size 16 in her mind is a dangerous lie. Yeah. Despite what like science says. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Years and years of science. Yeah. And ugh, okay. So um, I think, you know. Did you read the article? Um, no, fuck no. I'm not giving it the clicks. <laughs> but thank God. So, Kate, so there's a um, plus size influencer who's got okay. a huge following in New York. Uh, Katie Storino. Okay. Actually showed um, screenshots of the article. So I'm going to read you from okay. that. So she said, yet the, this is a clip from it. Yet the new Nike mannequin is not size 12, which is healthy. Okay. Or even size 16. <laughs> a hefty weight. Yes. But not one to kill a woman. What? Here you go. She is immense, gargantuan, vast. What? She heaves with fat. She heaves? Yeah, which is really interesting to me because I don't know if you've she's seen plastic. the mannequin. The mannequin to me looks like she's like a size 14. She, like, I think the mannequin looks like a 16 Or a me. 16. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, size 16. But heaves? heaves with fat which is also funny to me because i'm like well oh and i realized so the thing is she is this is telegraph's a british publication yeah so a size 16 in the uk is a u.s size 12 okay so what 12 and 8 then yeah yeah so what she's suggesting is what what would be a uk 20 a u.s a u.s 16 yeah which is what that mannequin is that that is heaving with fat oh my god so the average american woman is heaving with fat we're actually bigger than heaving with fat because the average american woman is a 16 18 oh my god yeah so (laughs) she is in every measure obese and is not readying herself for a run in her shiny nike gear she cannot run oh really she is more likely pre-diabetic and on her way to a hip replacement what terrible cynicism is this on the part of nike that's what she says that is the most disgusting vitriol yeah. I've heard in a long time. It's pretty, it's, it's and like, it was here's public, the thing is like, it was a public, like the yeah. telegraph that I know is like, is a tabloidy yeah. thing. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So but it, it's still like, what? I mean, it's just, it's, it, it's, uh, first of all, it's unconscionable that they would publish this. But secondly, cause it's like, okay, that's a blog post. That's like a personal blog yeah. post that you write that everybody hates on. But like, what publication really thinks this is worth publishing but they do because you know pierce morgan still has a job so i guess there's that but they did get the clicks they, pro- they were the like clicks, i'm, I'm sure the people at telegraph some of them are probably like this is bullshit yeah but they're like but they're gonna give us the clicks that we want right it's so awful right this feels like what like in shrill yeah you know this not to spoil it but if you haven't watched it yet then <laughs> what's wrong with you <laughs> who hasn't watched shrill yet rude Rude Come people. on. Don't Stop do, listening to the Do podcast. it for your fat friends. Be yeah. an ally. We don't need you. If you're it, not it's getting a season two, so it's not in trouble. But like still. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, there's going to be another pool party scene in the second season. <gasps> yeah. Can't tell you how I know that, but well, I know. Okay. So I love that, though, because after all the drama that happened, they were like, oh, really? How about another pool party? Yeah. 
and you won't be invited to you're it. not invited <laughs> um no so you know the thing that's really funny that was like the first sentence of that of that article from tanya gold is i fear that the war on obesity is lost or has even as is fashionable ceased to exist for fear of upsetting people into an early grave. Oh my God. <laughs> the company <sighs> named after the Greek goddess of victory has introduced plus size mannequins into its flagship store in London to celebrate the diversity and inclusivity of sport. They were the famous Nike tick, which says, welcome to the mainstream. Yet the new Nike mannequin is not size 12, which is healthy. Okay. And then we get to that yeah. whole thing. So here's the thing that's funny about that to me though, is like on the flip side of that, there's, plenty of people who are runners who are plus size um who who do activities like there's jessamine stanley who is a rather famous plus size yogi Mm -hmm. there are plus size like we have people who go to the olympics who are plus size yeah there's a plus size weightlifter there are plus size shot putters like the idea that running is the only sport that Nike is a part of is a laughable. Yeah. But also B, the there are there's Candace Huffine, who is a size sixteen plus size supermodel. Yeah. Whose name has been in certainly more headlines than Tanya Gold's, who runs fucking marathons. It's I mean, look, it's it's it real cause so like when I, I did this show I think I talked about it, but I did this sh- this show. And I was doing this joke, and now I have about um, about cacomorphobia, which I told mm-hmm. you about. Mm-hmm. Great joke, killing, love it. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, people will come up to me and be like, "Yeah, but what about like really fat people?" Oh yeah. And I'm like, "What do you mean?" And they're like, "Well, like 600 pound people, like, you know, when are we just like aiding in suicide for them?" I'm like, "What? <laughs> First of all, why do you care? Like, do you why- go up to people who smoke and take cigarettes out of their mouths? I know yeah. that's not actually a perfect comparison, but like." No, you don't. You don't because it's not about health. It's about justifying that you feel a certain way. Right. Because and, and then it's it really, I think, comes down to all this stuff comes down to the whole. But if I have to do it, you should have to do it. Right. So if I have mm-hmm. to die and exercise because I was told the lie that I don't mm-hmm. exist without it. But you're over there being happy without it. Mm-hmm. Then fuck you. Totally. Yeah. It totally. totally comes. It totally comes down to, I was hurt. You should be hurting too. Mm-hmm. Why are you not hurting? I just feel like Salt Peppa. Salt and Peppa addressed this already. God, I never want to hear myself say <laughs> that name again. I just Salt and Peppa. So like white. The, like the so R and B group. White. Salt yes. and pepper. Okay. Salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. Already. A Mrs. Salt and Ms. Pepper. Yep. Introduced this concept already. It's called None of Your Business. Like yeah. we've done this already. There's a whole song about it. It came out in the nineties. It was quite a hit. Why did nobody take this into account? It is it's really none of anyone's business. Like if anybody could, could we just like introduce this whole thing where now anytime anybody has a comment about anything that's going on in your life, just say, you know what? It's none of your business. Yeah. I'll share it with you if I want to. Yeah. Man, it's hard it's hard to do that because people just want, you know, people just want to be a part of stuff and they want Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm just going to start saying that. It is so depressing. That. I'm it's just going to so depressing. It's my new blanket thing. I'm going to put it on a on a t-shirt. Are you say none of your business? Nope. None of your business. It's embarrassing when I say it. <laughs> it's wrong. I'm going to say it's none of your business. Oh, very Louisiana. Yo, it's none of your business. I guarantee. I guarantee. <laughs> Good sir, it's none of your business what I do. I'm a Perfect. southern gentleman. <laughs> 
I'm going to do it as that's perfect. I knew you were a Southern gentleman. I'm over a there. Southern gentleman deep that's right. into my bones. Yes. And tis none of your business. Will you just say two words for me? Will you just say what? boiled crawfish? Bo- <laughs> boiled crawfish. Is that Southern enough? I don't know. I'll work on it. We'll, 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 uh, yeah, we'll I need, I need help on it. So, yeah, I, you know, I just think it's really funny. This, this, I think, whole thing is like, if we can just start a movement, it's called None of Your Business. Yeah. And just say it. Just freely, like, wherever you are right now, are you in the car? Maybe you're at work. <laughs> I hope you're in front of your kids. You're with your partner. Yeah, just look at your kids you're deep on the in subway. the eye and be like, it's none of your business. It's none of your business. I would like for you to practice this. Practice it in the mirror. <laughs> practice saying it to your friends and family, especially your mother-in-law or yeah. your father-in-law or dog-in-law, like anybody. Whoever it is. Also, your dog, uh, producer Millie, is wrapped up in a burrito She's of her burrito. own making. Millie says, that nothing says none of your business. Like, I've wrapped myself into a burrito. Yep. Do not talk to me. Oh, you did get, you got burritos this week. I did. I got a San Diego yeah. burrito. And you also saw Rocket Man for second the second time. time. <laughs> and I practiced saying it's none of your business to my mother a lot. So how did that go? It was good. It, yeah. it was good, actually. Um, she only asked about me having grandchildren two or three times. Okay. So progress. That is a problem. How many days were you guys together for? Uh, Saturday to yesterday. Yeah, so five days. Okay. Two day, four days. So you had two days off, or you had a day off. <laughs> yeah, four days. You had a day of off it. of having to answer that question. Yeah, yeah. So you know, is I mean, is it is your is your answer going to change from day to day? <laughs> no, I. You know what? I wish would have been funny though if I was like, actually, today is the day I've decided. It would make you very happy. <laughs> So who gives a shit about my uterus? She needs something in her life. Come yeah. on. We have to we have to populate. I just wish that she would do like a better sales pitch for me on having it. I actually actually I do think that this like smart people should be having more kids because man. I I say no because according to all the climate change shit, we're not gonna have a planet in ten yeah, years. Yeah, but so. we need smart people to fix it. Because all these yeah, dummies but they're that are not being gonna born grow up are fast enough. It. They're not going to grow up fast enough to fix it. They're just going to be like born into it and be like, congratulations, you're 12. Watch out for that flood. That's true. You well, know? that's why I'm going to go back to the middle of the country. Yeah. Eventually. The middle of the country. Oh, yeah. because that's, well, yeah, but there's going to be more tornadoes and floods there too. Yeah, we have lakes. We have lakes. Yeah. Minnesota's got some lakes. But what does that have to do with flooding and... Well, they're not going to flood flooding. that much. But There's no ice caps in the lakes. No, but the flooding is happening because of the heavy rainfall. Oh, that's, well, that's the problem. Fine. I love the and they're rain. having more. To- oh, <laughs> you know what? Have you considered? Have you considered this? What? Build a houseboat and yes. put it somewhere in the middle of the country. Hopefully, tornadoes don't take it down in okay. the meantime, or or yeah, tornadoes or hurricanes. <laughs> and then just wait for the tides to rise, and then your house is ready. That sounds that? good to me. Yeah. I'm down for it. I'm just it. saying, like, if we're, you know, going to get in, we had a whole survivalist <laughs> episode already. But, like, if we're thinking ahead about climate change, I'm saying build your ark now. Yes. There it is. Build it now, you guys. Don't take one of every animal or whatever. One did or you, two of every animal. How do, how do conservatives not realize that that was the first climate change? That true. that was probably, we don't know. Maybe thousands of years yeah. ago, yeah. this happened. Yeah. And that was just a story that they told of mm-hmm. like when the world ended and then it had to be reborn. Did you hear about the, speaking of gaudy positive things, did you hear about the person who did, they built their own sort of like 
their own idea of what the arc might have looked like. Not that museum. Well, no, this is not the museum, but somebody did their own, like, this is a replica of the Ark kind of thing, which, like, of course, how would you know? But whatever. Yeah. Um, and in the pictures and in all the, they, they put, like, all the animals going, they put, like, they made, like, wooden cutouts of animals going up the thing. Oh, okay. How, how big is it? I don't know, but it's okay. big. But here's the thing is that they made this wooden cutouts of the animals going up it and they didn't realize that like male and female animals look different. Yeah. So they have a lot of male animals going up. <laughs> Those species don't survive. A lot of gay animals. Maybe. Maybe they did. Maybe. Is there going to be a murderer on board this well, arc? Yeah. I mean, we listen. We have to solve the gay animal mystery. Murder? We already know that female animals can reproduce without males. Will Al Pacino be on this? It's the thing. Boat. I don't think Al Pacino would be on there unless wait, so there's wait, two Al Pacinos wait, and there's female, only one. Female animals can reproduce without men? Yes. So recently in science, speaking of more gaudy positive things. Okay. Science. Yep. We need like a little segment. Love thing. it. Beep. Science. I'll, yeah. in, I'll insert a sound effect. Perfect. Thank you. Now. Done. Perfect. That was a okay. great one. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so a king snake, female king snake in a zoo reproduced without any male snakes around. Really? Yeah, she did. She laid eggs. Yup. She's had babies without males, which is like a new wow. phenomenon. This is the new first time they've ever seen that happen for for her species. There have been other examples of other animals doing that, though. Yeah. So that have also perplexed scientists, right? And I'll so do it. I'm just saying, you know, look, maybe feminism was on to something. I'll do it right now. I'll reproduce. You doing it right now? No, there it is. It's it's yeah. lady time. I've been I don't want to. I've been crampy all week. Look, you could do it, but you don't want to. I don't. No, I don't. Yeah. I had something I was gonna. Um, well, hang on to that that was also gaudy. Yeah. So, but I on forgot, that, though. continue. You've got if we've already got female animals that can reproduce, like by all means, put two females on that thing, and they'll figure it out. Yeah, double it up. But two males. Oh, I no rem- womb. I remembered. No room for a womb. I remember we were talking because the reproduction. Um, I was doing some some Instagramming, and uh, this guy that I follow, um, I forgot his name. It's not important. Um, came out as an aromantic. Yes, I was thinking that's where you. And then go. I googled it, and then I got angry. I like coming out as aromantic. Um, and it's not, just so we're clear, we're not saying aromantic, like someone who is romantic. And also not asexual, which I got confused yeah, about so, too. So, okay, there's two, so there's asexual and mm-hmm. aromantic. Asexual is you do not have sexual desires yeah. or attraction towards You're other people. You're not interested in fucking. Yeah. Well, you can be, you can be attracted to people. You just don't want to fuck them. Yeah. Like there are, there are a whole like, there's actually, I think a dating app now for people who are asexual. But I wonder if this is like um one stuff like like stuff like that like asexual or like so then a romantic mm. is someone who's incapable of having romantic feelings for yeah, someone else they so don't you're, you're down to fuck yeah you're dtf in it yeah and you have friendships relationships but you don't have romantic feelings towards people yeah and you, you're capable of love but not in a romantic way yeah which immediately i was just like oh here go these fuck boys just right these yeah fuck boys making excuses this is the thing it's for like, their shitty behavior i could see like a scientific thing that's like oh this person doesn't have like the, this part of their brain is inactive or something like that right like i can actually see there being some science potentially to that i like uh, my favorite thing is like all things go back to chemistry yeah. Like maybe the chemicals in their brain don't work that way. That being yeah. said, though, like the 
the possibility, like the funnel that happens with this, wherein so many men are like, oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Look, baby, it's not. <laughs> it's not you. I'm just, I'm incapable of yeah. connecting with you. Yeah. I just feel like, where, okay, so I think with the asexual, I totally am like, there are probably chemical things yeah. where you can't. Well, and the thing is, like, I like I actually know. Like, someone look at who's... Paula Poundstone. Oh well, she's asexual. Is she actually, or do you she just? Are she's you... asexual. Oh, she is. Oh, okay, yeah, I thought you were just making a comment. <laughs> I was like, wears... whoa, harsh. Because <laughs> she wears blazers. <laughs> well, I, this is the other thing. Is I'm wondering is how much of this stuff is trauma that is undealt with potentially. But like, I know somebody who's asexual who likes to masturbate. Yeah, like they would prefer to masturbate in the same room with their partner, but they don't want to have sex with another person. And so that's the thing about asexuality is it's not necessarily like they don't ever have sex. It's that they don't desire to have sex with a partner. Well, I I just, I wonder if that is a, if that again, like is that chemical or is that something fucked up happened? I don't know. And, or they have an insecurity. Like sometimes you build up an insecurity so much of your own, like, like if a guy who has a small penis or whatever right. may have built their insecurities so much so that they are incapable I of... just I think it's kind of dangerous territory. I love to pathologize people, but I'm actually working on trying not to. I love it. I know. That's the thing, though, is it's like I think it's kind of dangerous territory to do that because, A, we could be wrong, and B, um, which could cause harm. But also, you know, look, like, look at anti-vaxxers, yeah. right? Like, anti-vaxxers are pathologizing people with autism. Yeah. Um, and so it's really important to be careful about how you do that. But also be like, I know that uh, Alex Locust, who we've had, Glamputee, yeah. on this podcast, um, who is actually licensed, trained uh, psychology person. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what his official title is. Sorry, Alex. Uh, friend of the cast, yeah. Alex. I don't even know you. Um <laughs> He he has warned me a lot about like making sure that only prof- people who actually have like the yeah. professional uh, chops should be. Well, but that, doing that to that to that point though, someone who's like, oh well, I guess I must be aromantic, mm. or is that then is that just the blanket statement for them to actually not seek help? Sure, and deal and deal with if they might have some trauma. So I think it's a yeah. double edged sword in that. But I just think that. Um, Aromantic's bullshit. And I it's, do too. It co-opted by fuckboys. I think that they're... And I'm very angry about it. Well, that's Grow the problem. Up. That's the problem is like, it's sort of like the... It feels very much like it plays in the same place as like incels. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Where And like the men's rights people who are just like, fuck you. Like it just feels... It feels a little gritty to me. Like they're just like, fuck women and who cares... Uh, what their feelings are and I will not treat them like humans and my needs come first. I just, as someone who is single, I've been seeing the aromantic pop up on the dating sites. Really? Yeah, today I saw one. I saw one today where the dude's like aromantic and I was like... Are there sites where you feel like you're seeing it more? I mean, Tinder's probably the Mm. place. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been... I was on a podcast yesterday actually um, called Not Your Therapist (laughs) <laughs> very good podcast hosted by this uh, lovely comedian delilah i love that she name. um is also like a you know um matchmaker oh so we talked cool. about some of my dating issues about like the fat phobia in mm-hmm. dating mm-hmm. um that like people will you know on top of other shitty things in their profile 
have secret coded words for when they don't want to date a fat girl. Oh, Things yeah. like fitness, mm-hmm. looking for a healthy girl, mm-hmm. looking for an adventurer, an adventurer, looking mm-hmm. for a girl who can keep up or mm-hmm. like just weird, weird stuff where I'm like, mm, that's you just being like, no fatties, please. Yeah. <laughs> looking for yeah. a girl who cares about her health. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, and then like we were talking about dating and like where I'm like I'm ready to date but and no one's coming up to the plate because mm-hmm. of this this fat phobia that I'm dealing with mm-hmm. um and then now it's like oh great now there's like another word for Jesus. for men to use aromantic that is yeah it's really interesting to me I you know because like I think look I've been out of that world for a bit I'm always like super curious like there's part of me that wants to just make like I don't know what would be like the equivalent of like a burner dating profile just so I can see what horror I'm like when I was on because when I was when I was dating I love I was like fascinated by the things that like I like the shorthands of I'm a laid back guy to me always meant like you're gonna do all the talking (laughs) you know what I mean I'm I'm a full-time stoner you will do all the talking yeah I have no opinions on anything and the opinions I do have you probably don't want to hear and because they're horrible for fun man yeah I'm yeah language I have a girlfriend (laughs) she doesn't know I'm here (laughs) yeah Uh, hey on, on the subject of romance though yeah What's the, what do you think? I was like thinking about this yesterday. What's the most romantic thing someone else has done for you? The most romantic thing someone has done for me. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Well, before I get to that, cause I have to think, what is your love style? You mean like my love language? Your love language. Yeah. I have done this a few times. I've done the quiz a few times and I feel like I get different answers every time. <laughs> But it seems like pretty much it's acts of service is my biggest one. And then the second one is um, gifts. Okay. And then the third one is touch. Okay. I forget what the rest of the options were. You're into people. I'm into, um, I don't know what the correct words would be, but like people saying things. Oh, oh yeah. Like validation, Mm -hmm. I guess. So like you're beautiful. Mm -hmm. You're so wonderful. You're so talented. Yeah. You're smart, whatever. I even I even found this out about me sexually that just happened this year, mm. and I'll ex- I'll tell everyone. I don't care. I like it, I like it when a dude's like good girl or like oh, good job. Oh, you want a daddy? I don't know if I want a daddy, but you want I want a daddy. <laughs> I love that word. I keep so trying much. to make my husband hey, dress like like Elton John since I saw the movie. By the way, since Do I saw it. Rocket Man, it was like a weird. I I have my own Al Pacino fetish, and it's. <laughs> Taryn Egerton as Elton John. <laughs> I mean, Rob has the complexion for it. I know. He's he the perfect. He, ha- he won't do it. And he's the perfect body type for it, too. I I'll just want, Rob like, shopping. I want him to just, like, be, like, a shiny, thick boy. And he won't do it Aww. for me. He was like, I think I dress more like Elton's dad. Do you want me, do you want me to, I'll take this clip and I'll email it to him and be like, be the shiny, He'll thick listen. boy. He listens. Be the shiny, thick boy she desires. Be the shiny, thick boy she desires. <laughs> no, Just I try on these platform shoes once for me. I don't know if it's daddy, because I have a friend who, I have a friend uh, who legit is like, likes the daddy. Oh, God, that almost fell. <laughs> Jesus. Um, likes the daddy mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. That's I don't think that's what I'm into. I just am very much like I like being taken care of mm. and I like validation. Have you watched or read Fifty Shades of Grey? 
No. I kind of want to now. I did star in the parody. Yes, you did. I, oh, my God. Shades and it's black. called. Yes. <laughs> I forgot that you did that. It's okay. With Mar- um, Marlon Wayans, with Marlon. Right? Oh, Marlon. Um, He's friend of the cast, right? Yeah, Marlon sure. be a friend of the cast. He'd be a hey, Marlon. Cast. Thanks we, for listening. Can we have him on? <laughs> I love Marlon. I love it. him. I think he's fabulous. Um, he can be a pod daddy. <laughs> Marlon be my pod daddy. <laughs> I guess, okay, so I guess, like, um, I think the most romantic thing, being in line with, like, my love, the way that I like being loved, Mm -hmm. um, I loved when I would find, like, notes, Mm. like, little notes. Is that the, so is that your answer to the question of what's the most romantic, romantic thing someone's done for you? I think that's a lead up. I'm still trying to think. I think that the most romantic I ever dated was Bill. Mm-hmm. And, but, <laughs> sorry, Dan. Yeah, sorry, man. sorry, Dan, friend of the cast. You're not super romantic. Oh, he's not. Do better, Dan. But he knows that. I know. I'm just kidding. He knows that. We I used to have fights. So I'd be like, hold my hand, and he'd be like, no. Oh Jesus, Dan. He's very anti PDA. He's oh, very not right. a PDA person. I do like I'm a, a little PDA bit of PDA. Person. I like a little bit. I don't. But I'm also like particular about where I want that to happen. Oh, I'm like hold my hand. I don't want it to happen in like a professional setting. Yeah, like not, if I'm at work or if, I, if we're at like a professional networking thing or something like that, then I get weird about it. I'm fine with that's like with stand-up shows. I would be like, we can hold hands at the table, we can mm-hmm. touch, give a little kiss, but like that's it. Yeah. Also, I feel like I always had to have an air of being single and stand-up. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Which probably now I'm like, you always like, have to cares? be fuckable. You all, it's true. You Listen, always have to be fuckable. That's like the whole pop star thing was a, that like, yeah, none of the Backstreet Boys or the Insync Boys or anything could like have a girlfriend because their fans have to believe that they could have a chance with them. Yeah. They always have to be fuckable, can't be married. And it's just anytime you're in a male dominated field too, you mm-hmm. have, there has to be, I think men just like that idea that they could have you at any minute. And mm-hmm. then, so then they're more o- open to your idea. Yes. Well, also your fans have to believe that you're, if, if you are in a relationship with someone, they have to believe that this is like relationship goals. Yes. Right. Like they have to believe, like if Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez were to, like when they were together, people had to believe that they were like a cute couple and yeah. that you want to be, I hope I find my J Biebs. To my Selena Gomez one day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or like Britney and Justin made perfect sense. Everybody wanted that to happen and then it did. Yes. And I think it was happening before, but like they didn't come publicly yeah. out about it until it I was like. I if it was fake though. It was orchestrated. It could be. Yeah. Well, there's also like that whole thing where it was like, oh, he also fucked Christina Aguilera. Good. But that's the thing is like people want that to happen too. They want that drama. Yeah. They want to believe that like he hooked up with both of them and that Christina and Brittany are in war with each other because we like it when women hate yeah. each other. We like it when divas have drama with each other. Yeah. I love that. Fun fact. So, okay, I think with Bill, um, yeah. our most romantic trip was we took a trip up Route 1, mm. which was very romantic and lovely. Where did, and it, then, did it end somewhere? Like, did you say In San at Francisco. Hotel? Oh. At a, to a wedding. Oh, okay. Um, and then I think... With uh, Dan, friend of the cast, mm-hmm. the most romantic was his birthday. We took a surprise trip to Yosemite. That's cute. I just like slept in the back of the car. So, but that's and then I had a panic plan. attack. Oh no! Because so we're in the back of the car. We're at this slant. Our heads were down, mm-hmm. so our legs were elevated. And then because you don't want to get caught, mm-hmm. I put the cover on. 
And I woke up in the middle of the night and was like, I'm dying. I'm oh. in a coffin. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, Get out. And that's how you found and out. Like, ah. <laughs> and that's how Jenny knew she was a claustrophobic. Yep. That was the more. That's your origin story. That's my origin story. But that was a pre- that was a pretty romantic time. OK, that's still yeah. cool, though. What about I like you? That. Um, I was thinking about it and I think it was so um, Rob it surprised me. I was trying to remember when it was last year. It just yeah. feels like time is confusing now. But yeah. Rob surprised me with a trip to Madonna Inn for our anniversary. Oh yeah, yeah. that was awesome. That, that was so for cute. sure the most romantic thing anybody's ever done for me. Before that, um, my ex Jason surprised me with a weekend trip to Carmel, and he Ooh. did it where he was like, "What are you doing this weekend? Not that anymore. We're going out of town, and I'm not telling you where." So he did a similar thing where Rob was like, I'm not telling you where we're going. But the difference is that um, this was like towards the end of this is right at the end of Jason and I's relationship. Oh, okay. So he had been really tense and, you know, whatever. And so we got to Carmel and um, the the room was really cute and everything. It was nice. I had a fireplace, whatever. But then also we ended up having like a little bit of drama where he was like not. Yeah, it was weird. He was having his own sort of mental issues. And so. Um, we got like it was hard because it was this really great romantic trip, and yet there was also this tension. Oh, and then sucks. I think like a month later we broke up. So maybe even a few weeks later. So it was like one of those things where it it seemed like really romantic, but I think yeah. it was also sort of like this last ditch effort to save a relationship. Yeah. Oh. You know. Did you know that at the time? No, I thought. I, I mean, like hindsight is fifty fifty, right? But I think. <laughs> Girl, right? What? what did you just say? Oh, in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even catch it. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. I do have really Sorry. bad vision, so it's probably accurate. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even catch it. I did not even catch it. I don't That's even know why so... it is that funny to it me. It is funny. Okay. No, it is funny. Well, also, it is funny because I'm real blind. I Okay, so, so hindsight is twenty twenty. Uh, hindsight's twenty twenty. Uh, I know math, uh. and um, <laughs> yeah, I should get my eyes checked. Yeah. Um, hindsight is tw- is fifty fifty, and uh, I guess it's like I don't think I exactly knew it at the time, but I did think it was gonna. I thought it was gonna be a reset. Oh uh, no, reset trips aren't real, right? I don't know. I feel like they should be. I think I think a reset trip is real if it's if it's like both no, people know yeah, that it's a reset trip. Maybe, but I also think like both people have to be all in. I yeah. think like relationships are hard. Yeah. And I actually think there's a lot of things like I don't know if you ever do this. If you look back at past relationships and you look at the areas where like you needed to grow or you weren't you needed to oh, change yeah, and things 100%. like that too. I think like with that relationship in particular, I feel like I was too young for a relationship that was like as serious as it was. Where do you feel like when you look at your past relationships, where do you what are the things that stand out that you're like oh, I should have done this mm-hmm. differently because I guess a lot of times, mm-hmm. you know, it's easy to not take responsibility but Sure. How did you fuck up? <laughs> My fuck up, actually, it's oddly enough, it's like the whole concept of this show, which is that I think that, to be honest, like looking back at that relationship, 
first of all, I think that as the relationship went on, the more that Jason got to know me, the less he actually liked me. <laughs> Which is a hard thing to admit, right? Uh, but like, yeah. I think in reality, he just actually like, as he got to know me, was like, maybe I don't like you, actually. I don't like you as a person. How, how early did you guys go into dating? Um, what do you mean? Like exclusivity. Um, pretty early on. So basically... It's funny because he was a rebound for me. I, I oh. spent a total of three months in single when I lived in San Francisco. Okay. I, like when I lived in the Bay Area for nine years, I was single for three months. What? That was between Jason and Rob. And then before that, I when I first the first day I got to San Francisco, I met this guy, Brendan, who I dated for five months. Yeah. And then we broke up. He broke up with me at the San Francisco Zoo. <laughs> what a cutie. Which in hindsight, very gaudy positive place to, yeah. I guess, you know? Those animals are in cages. What did he like? I'm sad. No, perfect. But now you're free. It, the thing that was annoying is that we took the train all the way to the zoo and then had to try, take the train all the How way home. How did he break so. with you at the zoo? At Were the we zoo. guys fighting or he just was like, hey? He was just being like weird. He was just kind of like, ugh. And I finally was like, what's your deal? And it was funny because like I was heartbroken, but not that. It was more like I was, I felt. I don't know if you've ever felt this where you have a breakup and it's not even really about the other person. It's really about like loneliness. Yeah. I think that was the thing is like, I'd just been in San Francisco for five months. All of my friends were basically his friends and like two people from work. Yeah. And, um, I just kind of felt like I definitely was horrible about the breakup. I first I was like, could you have told me this when we were not at the zoo? Yeah. Like, did we need to go all the way to the zoo for you to tell me this? You know? Yeah. Timing. And then, um, but then I think it was like, I kind of lashed out at him. I definitely was like, is it because of my weight? Oh, okay. Right? And he was like, no. And then he's, you know, like my weight hadn't, like he, which I think is just so funny. Like if anybody has ever, if you've ever felt that or if anybody else has ever gone through that, like if the person's dating you, and they and you're the same size you were when you first started dating. Yeah. It's not about your weight. Yeah. I think like I it was an excuse I gave because I couldn't handle it, you know? Yeah. But like I just think in hindsight we were not it was a weird relationship. Like he had pretended to like a lot of the things that I was into so that we would oh, fit. Oh, that is weird. You know? Yeah. So it's just weird. Yeah, it was it was strange. So, okay, so what do you feel like in the in the Jason one? Oh, right. Like? So, yeah. So, Jason and I started dating. He was my rebound because I met him when I was with Brendan. Yeah. At uh, I walked in. He was a bar owner. So, I met him at the bar and was like, whoa, I have connection. Like, a instant chemistry. Like, we just, like, met each other and we're like, yeah. yes. And I knew we both felt it. Yeah. And so, have you ever had that? Where you meet someone and you're just like, that's, yes. No. Really? I don't know. It's you know, been a I don't long think time. it was just like chemistry. Like you could just like feel the chemicals in the air. Yeah. You've never had that where you're just like, yeah. I think maybe with my first one. Mm. With Travis. Yeah. Mm. Travis. Yeah. Travis Tritt. Travis Tritt. Yeah. How did you guess? Sit. That was his I knew name. It. <laughs> it's a country singer. I'm sure. <laughs> I have no idea. It sounds like a country singer yeah. name, right? Yeah. I don't even know what Travis Tritt does. Just okay. To be <laughs> it's, it's Travis Tit. Travis did. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. You So you think you felt that the first time? I think so. How I, old were you? 19. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What was the scenario? What was the scenario in which you um, met? Um, we were in the same film class, and I remember being at Shaw's. What's Shaw's? Shaw's is a grocery store. Okay. 
and I had gotten some, um, uh, what's it called? Sushi. And then he walked out and, uh, and then just, we were like, oh, you're in the same class. I'm in the same class. And mm-hmm. we just like sat and talked and I was like, oh. That's interesting. I'm in love with you. I didn't, yeah. No, no. God, no. <laughs> no. I just am like I'm a I'm a walking wall, so I'm very I don't even if I felt it, I'd mm. be like get away. Oh, yeah. So do you think there have been scenarios where you've like had a little bit of that like little chemical or feeling? You stuff it down, and you're like you be quiet. Yep, because mm. they're not gonna feel it anyways. So just ugh. oh no, I want to. Okay, so my challenge to you, yeah, is to like let that go. That I, haven't felt it too, I haven't felt it in such a long time. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think you feel it super often. I think it's one of those things where it happens very organically and it's not something that happens often. Yeah. So that's probably why. Interesting. Yeah. Very. They're always bad for me though. Well, yeah. That's the, I, the, I should probably go for more kind of boring. Yeah. Quiet dudes, because the ones where I feel like ah oh yeah, they're the fuck boys. They're the fuck boys. They're the aromantic fuck boys. Yeah, aromantic. <laughs> Those dicks. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because like the thing that I look back on to answer your original question, like what I think didn't go well, is that first of all, I didn't have enough time in San Francisco to like develop as a person because yeah. I moved there right after college. Okay. And so I basically just went from like relationship to relationship. Yeah. And I didn't get to like find myself as an adult. I was finding myself as an adult while I was in these relationships. Yeah. And because I was new to the city, all of my friends were their friends. And so their lives became my lives or my life. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> One of them, multiple lives. I'm a cat. Yeah. And then um, I didn't get to like know who I didn't get to know myself. Okay. And so I really let myself become so circled around his life. Yeah. And I don't think he wanted that. I think he wanted me to be my own person and have my own life and have my own friends and all of that. Not that he didn't want me to be friends with his friends, but just like, yeah, I I needed that balance. And I think we were also very codependent. Okay. So like there would be days where I'd be like, I'm going to go. Like I pretty much slept at his house all the time. Are you the one that gets broken up with? Yes. Okay. I see. I'm the breaker upper. Oh no. I usually get broken up because I usually up until I met Rob, I usually have been like, I will just let this go and hope it fixes itself. And if I'm just a good girlfriend, it'll work out. Okay. But like with Rob, I was like, I can't do that anymore. I have to like be more of a person and grow some yeah. ovaries and deal with this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just had yeah. to like, I don't know. Ovaries is the wrong term, but so is balls. So labia. Yeah. There's some flaps, some belly button. I don't know. Grow some flaps. I girl. need something that's like not get gendered. that Laba Majora up. Grow some butt. <laughs> grow some gluteus. Grow some cheeks, girl. You know what? Butts are very strong. I'm going to go with that. I feel like, I feel like, uh, Mine always do come back to I didn't like I don't I didn't like myself. So I wasn't able to um, uh, Mm. absorb to receive the love. Mm -hmm. That's interesting because I there's part of me that wonders if that was also part of it for him. Yeah. In that relationship. But um, wow. Interesting. So we're like opposite. So if we dated, it would be like that. Well, I'm a very avoidant. Yeah. I'm like addictive and then avoidant. Well, I'm, I'm avoidant like, ah. too in a different way though. I'm like, this problem will solve itself. Oh yeah. No, I'm avoidant of the person. Yeah. <laughs> Get away. Yeah. I feel like for me, 
you know, I think because I've, I deal with so much insecurity about who I am and my mm-hmm. body that when like, when like, I remember sitting in the graveyard with Bill and he was just like, I love you so much. Mm-hmm. I just didn't understand it. In the graveyard. In the, well, I love, I night? love being in graveyards. I picture no, it was night. during the day. Damn it. Okay. Fine. I just That's like, couldn't, I couldn't understand. Picnic blanket. Same with like, same with like almost all, not almost all, but like a lot of guys who've been like, I feel these feelings for you. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't get it. Wow. I'm like, cool. Wow. Oh, so no, you don't I'm reciprocate that. Romantic. You're an aromantic. No. Oh no. <laughs> You're aromantic. Put it on I, your profile no, right I now. Still, I feel it for them. Yeah. I just don't understand how they feel it for me. I get that. So then I'm like, okay, bye. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I working it out. I get that. Actually, I do. Yeah. Like, you know, I think that's one of those things where and also, too, when we're feeling down about ourselves, that is a thing that we often go to. Yeah. Like, well, I'll I'll say I've said that to Rob a hundred times <laughs> or more. <laughs> We've been like, OK, but why? Yeah. I, for me, it's always like he's from a small town. He's from Chico where like he's got lots of history and friends. And like yeah. there's all of these women who are like young, beautiful, like thin, active. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to describe the code word Tinder profile, yeah. right? Where like, um, cares about fitness, carefree, like yeah. laid back, low maintenance, whatever. Yeah. Whereas like it, if I compare myself to them, I feel like, like I'm like this cunty city East woman. Coast. This I'm a cunty East coast, like fat city woman. <laughs> Marry that, you know? Yeah, um, I get it. Man, we had so much to work through. Fuck yeah, shame. Maybe this we is the should year just no be shame. aromantics. This is the I'm year try- of no shame. I'm trying. I'm look. I'm trying. I'm putting myself out there. I'm yeah. doing it. I'm dating. I've, you know, uh, I'm trying to clear my energies. Mm. But it's just like it is exhausting. It's just exhausting to meet people. Yeah. And then if you do start to get into like their sexual into the sex world with them, mm-hmm. that's a whole other exhausting thing of like explaining <laughs> what you're into, what they're into. I'm so right. tired. Like it's it's just really... fill out this form and give it back to Seriously, me. Seriously, <laughs> just tell me what, like really on the first date. What do you what do you like? Well, you had something happen. Do you want to talk about it? Um, I had some I had some uh rough times. Yeah, I had some rough rough sex Sex. I'm not saying it was bad but I'm just saying that like if you're if you are a person this warning to men and women non-gender conforming whatever you are yeah if you are into rough sex you need, to st- you need to state that don't don't surprise them with that you can't yeah, don't surprise them it's with sort a of like when like you if you've ever <laughs> have you ever had the thing where when you have sex the dude like slips it in the butt accidentally I've never had them slip it oh. in how loose is your butt <laughs> not it's not <laughs> She don't like it. She's not happy yeah, about that. Yeah, but then you gotta stop it and be like, you gotta go wash your dick now. Uh, for me, it was like, I'm sorry, I just passed out. <laughs> Twice. You need some poppers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got given poppers one time. They're amazing. Yeah? And you were down to have butt sex after that? No, no, it was at a show. This is a really child-friendly It was episode. the back of a show. What? Yeah. My friend yes. had some. He's gonna like, try it. And I was like, sure. So I smell, you smell it. Uh-huh. And then I was like, like my earth chakra opened up and i was like Whoa. oh wow your earth chakra yeah oh and then you had butt sex no i didn't have butt sex after that <laughs> i watched the show oh wow but was i did it, think was i was the like better man, it would be easy right now was it <laughs> oh don't Shows say this publicly my husband's gonna go out and find them <sighs> drop them in my 
drink. I mean, that's going to be, that could be an addictive thing Yeah. For me. You know who, lo- oh yeah, I get that. Jenny's just alone in her apartment drinking poppers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know who loves poppers is John who? Waters. He yeah. writes all about it in his book, Carsick. Really? Yeah. It's a great book, by the way. Him and I could just do poppers all yeah. day in Maryland. Yeah. And then share our, share our poop forever and ever. Oh, Miranda oh. July. Well, Kat, it's been a lovely talk. Well, so we didn't get anywhere with this. We had no productive advice to give no. people. I mean, work through your shit, people. Yeah, I, I think like basically... Uh, work through your shit. Go buy, um, f- you know, exercise clothing that fits, whatever... <laughs> brand it is i mean we'd rather you be like a nice brand well you know the thing that's annoying the most annoying thing about that to me <laughs> is like i don't you know i'm pretty immune to fat shaming at this point but like the whole thing that's like don't make clothing for plus size people is like well but you also want us to work out and lose weight yeah do you get to have it both ways bitch no you don't no well it's like well make it but i don't want to see it i don't want to see it i want you to be i want you to work out and i want to know that you're working out yeah but I, I want to know that you're it. dieting, but I don't want to see it. And you should do it quietly at home, but don't be a couch potato. <laughs> never stop moving. Uh, be a shark. But don't be outside. But don't be outside. <laughs> so, yeah. So um, go, uh, you know, move your body with joy. Joy yeah. movement. Tell Tanya Gold to fuck off. Yeah. Don't read the article. Don't read it. Um, what was the other thing we talked about? Um, you know, figure out if your aromanticism is uh, real or if you're just, um, you know, got some weird stuff that you got to go deal with with a therapist. Yeah. And go to therapy. If you're going to build an ark. Yeah. Make sure that the animals can have sex with each other or that you choose females yeah. that can just produce on their own. I can't wait till we can just reproduce by ourselves. It's I, I can. But, <sighs> um, you know, and then also... I actually think the biggest thing was out of all of it, it's none of your business. It's none of your business. Except what is what is your business is you guys need to rate and subscribe. Please rate and subscribe. Uh, go to Gotti Positive. If you have negative show. reviews to give, it's none of your business. Yeah, it's none of your business. Fuck you. But if you have positive reviews, um, please give them. We like those. Yeah. Do we have a, we have an email? Don't we have an email? gaudypositive at gmail.com yeah so email us anything you want we'll talk about yeah, it yeah tell us what you want us to talk about yeah we'll talk about it we'll, we'll keep it gaudy positive yeah um, maybe we'll start a Patreon who knows I like we'll, yeah give us like two bucks a week I don't care email us and tell us if you would give us money yeah give us money please <laughs> follow us on Instagram at yep. gaudy positive show yeah for some reason gaudy positive is is not in use but not available that's so weird i know so Ugh. if you know someone at instagram who can fix that for us tell us yes so i'm at jenny zagrino at everything and i'm at style ethic on everything and also jenny do you have a show that you want to promote i mean i have tomorrow i'll be in san diego at tiger tiger so cool i was comedy. just there love that place and then back. i will be uh friday i think i'm at west side Saturday, I have two shows. Go to my Instagram for everything because mm-hmm. Bands in Town is acting real weird mm. and I can't update my calendar. And then I'm going to be shooting a movie starting yeah. Saturday. So, so exciting. You guys love it. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye.